0: Shed some light, episode 214, coming to you on a Friday. Hope everyone had a fantastic week. It is almost the weekend, and thank you all for tuning in. Michael and Jack are back, Miller Lights in hand. You already know the drill, and man, we have a jam-packed show for you today. Mm -hmm. Lots to talk about. Sure. Uh, Sports heavy, right off the top, as usual. We're going to get some seriousness out of the way. We're going to talk the good, the bad, the ugly after that. Run the whole gamut here. I did want to say right off the top, thoughts and prayers out to uh, Damar Hamlin and the entire Buffalo Bills community. Very scary situation Monday night after we recorded our last episode. Uh, Jack, I don't know if we've talked about this, you know, in depth prior to now, but that was one of the most wild situ- sports situations that I've watched live on TV. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I like
1: I still don't think they've come out and said publicly like what caused it. Like if it was like the way the hit, the way he landed or if he I I doubt you have a previous heart condition, like making it to the NFL, like you're going to get tested for that. Um, So I'm guessing it's just like the one in like a billion chance that like the way that he got hit. Was something that was so perfectly, like, hit his heart to cause a massive heart attack.
0: That's that's what I read from a very credible doctor. Which that, is wild. That said, you know, it was just the right amount of force at just the exact point that caused his heart to go into shock, causing cardiac arrest, mm-hmm. which is insane for, like, a 24— Dude's 24 years old. Like, he's yeah. younger than both of us.
1: Yeah, I know. It's just like, it's insane to see. I'm glad that
0: as of Thursday, he's doing a lot better. Yeah, I saw substantial improvements. Um, He was responsive, had movement in arms and legs. Uh, Evidently, one of his first questions... Asked who won the game, football guy. Asked who won the game, so (laughs) respect for that. Um, But yeah, I'm glad that he's doing a lot better. Uh, It was incredible to see the support Uh, not only from the fans that were at the game. I saw videos of people praying in the stands and, you know, just the outpouring of support that way, the amount of money that was donated to his GoFundMe for his um, toy drive. Mm -hmm. He had like a $2,500 goal, and last I checked, it was over $6 million. Yeah. Um, Um,
1: I would also like to give a shout-out to someone uh, that needs a lot more credit than he is currently getting – I think we're on the same
0: track. I haven't written down here. Denny Killington. Oh, no. I have someone else.
1: Uh, Denny Killington was the guy who performed CPR on the field. Um, Shout out to him. You're probably the reason that Damar Hamlin is alive right now. So uh, you definitely deserve all the credit in the entire fucking world, and you're not getting enough credit from what I've seen. So I would like to be the first one to give him the credit. That is amazing what you did.
0: Love it. I would also like to uh, give a shout out to Dan Orlovsky if you saw him uh, actually go into a prayer Mm -hmm. on ESPN. Like everyone's saying, you know, thoughts and prayers to DeMar Hamlin and his family. For him to go into a prayer on a major TV network and for the other people that were on the show to also go into prayer with him and for ESPN not to stop that from happening. Because mm. I I don't know if that was planned ahead of time or not. But like, I'm I'm assuming it was not. That was a like a moment that just gave me chills. Like yeah. everyone today is so into like cancel culture and fear of being a hundred percent politically correct and that was just a, a really cool moment to show that you know, there's there's things that are a lot more important in this world than sports, and I know we talk about sports and we have a good time and goof around on this, and like to be to have a serious moment like that on a nationally broadcast television show was uh, really cool to see.
1: Yeah, it it like it felt like one of those things where like I feel like a lot of ESPN is scripted. And it mm-hmm. felt like the first time mm-hmm. it wasn't scripted. Yeah. Um. And it was like just people like kind of speaking from the heart, which was really cool to see. Um, On counterpoint. The end of that spectrum, Skip Bayless, go fuck yourself.
0: I will never watch, listen, or believe anything that comes out of that man's yeah, mouth. You are ever
1: an again. absolute dickhead. For him to be like, like, I understand. I, I actually, I don't understand. I would have slightly more sympathy it would go from fucking zero to like 0.1 sympathy if it was like you know a couple days afterwards and they get the news of him being okay and he's like well how are they gonna replay the game sure to have him tweet that like an hour after it happened is ridiculous when you still don't know if this guy literally just died on
0: the football field and he's like Well, how are they going to replay this game? Like, fuck off, dude. This this game has playoff implications. Dude, the guy, the kid died on the football field, and you expect these, these athletes to go out there and continue to entertain the general public after that happened? Seriously. No. Yeah, like, literally go fuck yourself. And the fact that he still has a job baffles me. Yeah.
1: I wish Shannon Sharp would have came back on air and just been like, yeah. yeah, No, no, no. I wish he would have came back and been like, the reason I wasn't on air is because I disagree with everything that Skip Bayless said. Yeah. Like straight up.
0: Skip Bayless is just an attention-seeking asshole that I have lost all respect for. Yeah.
1: Fuck you, Skip Bayless. But also, shout out to DeMar Hamlin being okay. Yes. Hopefully. So So far.
0: So far um sticking with some nfl news uh we got the serious subject matter out of the way i did want to touch on uh one other thing that i saw but what do you have
1: roll in the tank nate peterman baby roll it in tank season (laughs) tank season let's lose baby just not playing, lose. not what I was
0: going to bring up NFL-wise.
1: That's what I'm bringing up NFL-wise. Also, they gave the uh, Texans a 73% chance to win this weekend. Oh, let's, let's go. Let's
0: go, tank season. Come on, Tank Texans. season. I've never been a bigger Texans fan. Let's
1: go, baby. What's like Tex? Is it hook them? Are they just technically hook them? Sure. Hook them, Texans. Suck it, Colts. Sorry,
0: <laughs> dickheads. I'm not that sorry, actually, but let's go. Um, no, the other, the other NFL news that I wanted to bring up, though, is yet again another college football offseason where Jim Harbaugh is flirting with the NFL. Uh, I don't understand how Michigan is successful. Game's the game. Because this is now the. There's back to back offseasons, but this is more than the second time that Harbaugh has supposedly entertained deals from the NFL. Uh, he's been in contact with the Carolina Panthers already. Supposedly, there's interest by the Colts and the Broncos as well. Oh, please, Colts, don't do it. Uh, and I really don't know how to feel about this because it pisses me off that Michigan was so successful this year after this same debacle happened last offseason. Okay. Secondly, but- um, I don't know how, like, I really don't, I've expressed this on past podcasts i don't think that harbaugh is that good of a coach i don't so think like, he is i kind of want him to stay at michigan because i don't think that he's good enough to take them to the mountaintop of winning the college football national championship
1: but i i don't think he is either but i do think he's good enough at getting them to the national championship because their schedule is absolute dog shit uh so like i think it's a little bit bullshit um but also like even if he left, like who like who are
0: they gonna, yeah, are they that's gonna the, get? The, well, that's that's the, the point that I'm concerned about because there's a chance that they could hire some sort of like new up and coming guy that would take some years to get Michigan back to somewhat of prominence and I'm okay with that. Or there's a chance they could bring in some guy like a Lincoln Riley who then just accelerates the program. And I don't I, I wish nothing but the worst on Michigan football.
1: Yeah, but a guy like Lincoln Riley, like I'm gonna got him. I I just in my head I said the sentence I'm about to say <laughs> and I was like, Man, I'm an old motherfucker. Lincoln Riley's gonna get his like comeuppets, you know? Like he's a dickhead and everybody knows he's a dickhead and it's gonna come back and bite him in the ass like the two lane game. Sure. So like fucking suck it dude. We never talked about that either. Because that was on Monday. Yeah. Eat dicks, Lincoln Riley and
0: Caleb Williams. Uh, Really, really just terrible nickname, but I kind of like Stinking Riley. <laughs> <Because laughs> stinking Riley? Suck it. <laughs> Smells bad, too. Yeah. <laughs> a whole bit of both.
1: Um, Do you have any more? Is that an all-NFL? That's I all I had want, NFL-wise. I want to go into a little bit of this USC game. Okay. That was... One of the craziest endings to a game I've ever seen. That was insane. You're down 15, with like I think it was like six minutes left, and you go on a 16 to nothing run.
0: I have never shout out. S-
1: shout out to who's number four on USC. Shout out to you for being a dickhead on the on the
0: kickoff. I've never seen a safety mean more in a college football. Team. Yeah, dude. Also, th- those play calls were basically like uh, Jim Harbaugh.
1: Fourth and goal esque. Yeah, like why are you running a read option out of the back of your end zone? Like either A, just QB sneak and have him fall forward. Right. Or B, just throw the ball and then just be like Caleb Williams. If the pocket collapsed, just do whatever you normally do.
0: It's uh, it's it's Pete Carroll not running with Marshawn Lynch in the Super Bowl esque. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but also, I. I came to this conclusion watching that game. I hate watching USC because their actual offense sucks. Like, if you, are like, run a play and execute the play, they suck at it. Their play is uh, just let Caleb Williams run around in the backfield for long enough that some cornerback loses our wide receiver and he's wide open down the field. That's That's their play every single fucking time. Like, quite literally the only offense they have.
0: Yeah. So, that's that's why, it. That's why, like, I understand that Lincoln Riley brought USC further than what they've been in recent years, but they still don't really scare me because of their, their sports car-esque makeup. They have the flashy players at quarterback and wide receiver, but where it really matters in the trenches, they're not that good.
1: Yeah, you have to, the, the key to beating them, and it's kind of what you saw that Tulane did, um, even though they did give up those big plays, um, you have to, like, when you're rushing, you have to rush in a pocket. Like, you have to, like, the defensive line has to create a pocket. Right. Normally it's like, hey, like, kind of disrupt him and see what happens. And, no, like, it's
0: like, containment No, rushing.
1: yeah, it's like, it's like no, 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 we want him to be in the pocket.
0: And it it pisses me off like I said, with the way that their team is constructed, but it is just so fitting for USC because they're in L.A. It's like a flashy... Yeah. It's a, it's a perfectly set-up position for them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just a for flashy sure. team that has studs at the playmaking positions with a foundation built on sand. Yep.
1: Yep. Fuck em. So Speaking of USC and speaking of Notre Dame... CJ Williams? Question mark.
0: So yeah, please. Uh, well, I don't know. CJ Williams hasn't officially entered the transfer portal. That's I thought he did. Thing. Nope, it's not official. Uh, second thing is the fact that he was committed to Notre Dame and then decommitted. Kind of puts him in a Peyton Bowen category for me. Like the you you can't think that the grass is greener, realize it's more yellow, and then come back to where the grass is actually green
1: sure but also if Would you're I like him? probably yeah <laughs> if you're like if you're like yo like low-key fuck usc yeah i want to beat the shit out of him i'll be like all right deal i agree you're back in
0: i agree but i think that requires some heart-to-heart conversations with between freeman and cj and cj and potentially key leaders on the team moving forward
1: yeah um well i was i was talking to some people you know if he does which i don't know how like i think it's kind of a long shot i told you before i think it's kind of a long shot that he commits but um if he did i just want the like i just want you can say whatever you're doing like the little picture where it's like first of all i want to thank usc blah blah blah, all that shit uh then i just want the caption on that to be uh
0: stinking right no 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 (laughs)
1: Uh, made a mistake the first time not happening again. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I want the caption to be. And then I'll be like, All right, fuck it, he's back in, I, I like it. I would be bought in then. I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, I like it, here we go.
0: Yeah. But. So a lot of news regarding Notre Dame in the transfer portal. Biggest pickup on Thursday, Sam Hartman. Money. That's
1: Been saying it for weeks, baby.
0: Top Top quarterback in the transfer portal. I was not fully bought in on him to start off with. I am now. Yeah, welcome to the club, baby. Um I I just I've said it. I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I've said it off air for sure. I think this puts Notre Dame in the number 1 position for the most attractive head coach quarterback combo in I, college football. Yeah, this
1: is this is what I brought up to you.
0: I also need we need to come up with a nickname for him. And I'm not sure what it is. I kind of like Heartbreaker Hartman because he breaks the other team's hearts. Well, that's, he's also good-looking. That's got to be
1: his celebration when they score a touchdown is to do the Patrick Kane, the, the make the heart and then punch through the middle of yeah, it. Like, yeah. if he did that every time he threw like a bomb, I'd be like, I'm
0: so in on this I, dude. I'm even more in on him because it looks like he's going to wear number 10. Oh, and, uh, what a bold <laughs> move by him, the, dude. the last number 10 quit on us.
1: Dude, that is... Talk about some cojones right there. Yeah. Like, I sent that to you immediately. I was like, holy shit, he's wearing number 10. I was like, that—because it went from—did any other quarterback wear it? I'm pretty sure it went Brady Quinn to Drew Pine. I
0: think so.
1: I'm I'm unless, almost positive.
0: Unless another quarterback wore it that didn't play. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, like, the ones that played, it went Brady Quinn to Drew Pine yeah. to Sam Hartman. Yeah. so That's a, a fucking bold— bold move
0: buddy and i like it i love it And again this i want some more of (laughs) it this this has nothing to do with any hatred or disrespect or anything towards tyler buckner but like i said in the last episode whoever is the starting quarterback next season is going to be phenomenal yes
1: i the thing is i don't have a bias i don't either i like i sure have i been advocating for shame hartman coming to notre dame for like ever yes if if he gets beat out by Tyler Buckner, then I'm like, damn, Tyler, Tyler Buckner, Buckner is damn good. good,
0: damn good. And if Sam Hartman beats out Tyler Buckner, yeah, I'm after like, the he's performance good too. That he put up in the game yeah. bowl in his in his like third college start. That was Buckner's first win as a starting quarterback since his junior year of high school. That's a misleading stat because he didn't play a senior year. But and that's then bullshit. He's been injured. I know,
1: but that's like one of those ones where it's like it makes it seem like he fucking lost his entire senior year.
0: But yeah, whoever whoever is starting at quarterback next year, I'm going to be fully bought in on. And I don't think I've ever been a bigger fan of a backup quarterback as well.
1: I'm a fan of all the backups. Um, there's not a, there's not a backup I'm not a fan of. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I swear to God, I think in the quarterback room you've got Sam the Heartbreaker Hartman, you got Tyler TB12 Buckner, you got we got a we got a nickname. Kenny Minchie, too. We need one for him. We got Kenny Minchie, and we got Steve, Peanut Butter, and Jelly.
0: Come on, now. There's, there's not a guy hey, in there I don't like. You're, you're forgetting about RP3, Ron Paulus. Ah, how could I forget about <laughs> him? He's the guy.
1: <laughs> hey, he's, there's no ace on the team, right? Oh, yeah. He's living the life, dude. Yeah. Actually, Steve is probably living the life. Fourth-string quarterback. That's sick. I'm,
0: I'm telling you, dude. I think— He's I, a dude I, from Blue Mountain State. I pray to God that Tyler Buckner doesn't transfer, and you can go Hartman to Buckner to Minchie to Carr in the next— that carries you through six-plus years yeah. of just top-level quarterback yeah. play at Notre Dame, which is not something that I ever remember in my lifetime
1: seriously because it's
0: like you've you've had jimmy clausen you've had brady quinn but then there's always been a drop off after that and if you can just it's like an airplane taking off up and up and up and up and up and it's just whoo yeah uh and to
1: to all the people that are like crying about this to the notre dame fans that are like oh i don't want to fucking have a quarterback battle shut the fuck up dude iron sharpens iron baby welcome to high level college football I want—we we were nervous that we wouldn't have a quarterback next year, and we went from not having a quarterback to we got a lot of guys in the quarterback room that are good, and people are complaining about
0: that. It's—my it's, prediction is that it's going to be like the running back room this year. Someone is going to transfer, and it sucks to say that because I really like all of the top-level guys, but, like, when you're that good at the position, you obviously want playing time. There's a difference when, and this is not a shot at Drew Pine, but when someone like Drew Pine transfers, where it's like you probably maximized your talent and mm-hmm. you took a team to eight and four under your own power.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then when someone like who we have in the, in the wings now transfers, like mm-hmm. that's going to be a more significant loss. Yeah. Again, nothing against Drew Pine, but eight and four versus potentially contending for a playoff spot. There's a little bit of a difference.
1: I I saw a TikTok the other day, and it was almost most certainly a joke. And if it wasn't, this guy might be the dumbest person that I've ever met. <laughs> uh, but it was one of those ones that was like, uh, it was like the pictures with the sound in the background, and mm-hmm. it was like ranking the top ten quarterbacks coming in going into the next season or whatever. Uh, Shame Hartman, not on the list. Uh, Drew Pine, four. Whoa. I was like, fucking excuse me? <laughs> four? Sure. I was like, dude, listen, I, I love Drew Pine. Four.
0: In all of college football?
1: In all of college football. I thought it for a second it was like maybe the Pac-12. Then I'd be like, hey, yeah, maybe, sure. No, Four. In all of college football.
0: How many followers did this guy have?
1: I didn't look at the account, but the, it was like it had like a couple thousand likes.
0: All Four, right, buddy. Four. He he might have been on drugs. I was. That's what I'm saying.
1: Like it got to be a troll. Yeah. But I was like, if it's not, this guy is stupid.
0: So yeah, Sam Hartman pickup. Other news in the Notre Dame transfer portal that I did want to I saw on.
1: I saw we had a safety from Oklahoma State today.
0: Uh, Thomas Harper.
1: Yeah. Yes. What do we think of him?
0: I like him because he plays corner and safety. And okay. And both of those are needs. Oh. Ah. So it's, it's kind of a uh, two birds with one stone if he. Is corner a need? Because I'll be honest with you,
1: right? So you, your Cam Hart's returning. Correct. You have uh, BMO and Jaden Mickey. Yep. You have Micah Bell coming in. From everything that I've heard is an absolute fucking stud.
0: He did well uh, yesterday in the All-American Bowl stuff down in Texas. He was out the first day with back spasms.
1: And then you have... You also have Christian Gray. Adon Schuler. Yeah, we can't forget about the number one player in the state of New Jersey. Come on now. (laughs) Like... Sure, you're relying on a bunch of young kids, but like, it's the first time that I've been like, "Why not?" Like, normally it's like, "All right, get him, get him some time to develop." It's like, "I don't fucking dude."
0: If be if, good, if he transfers to Notre Dame, I I would imagine him to play more of a Brandon Joseph position than a yeah. true corner position. Yeah. Where anytime you can get someone with experience playing deep on your defense, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. So I like it. Yeah. Uh,
1: I I told you this before the show started, but I saw that there was a guy named Deuce Chestnut in in the transfer portal at corner corner, and I want him solely based on his name. Yep, like Deuce Chestnut. Good name. Sick. Good name. Two nuts, baby.
0: <laughs> uh, another
1: two. Deuce Two Balls Chestnut. That's the biggest <laughs> nickname if it comes to Notre Dame. That's my recruiting pitch to him, dude. There you go. Hey, Deuce Two Balls Chestnut.
0: Let's go, baby. Another safety that uh, Notre Dame has shown some interest in um, uh, from Arkansas, Jalen Catalan, I think is his name. The Cadillac, baby. The Cadillac of the defense.
1: I'm all about the nicknames tonight. Uh, I
0: do like him. Uh, injury prone. Okay, but uh, so I would definitely well, go when, Thomas. Once Harper. you get
1: him, once you get him under the uh, the weightlifting program here in Notre Dame, baby. I hope so. Built by Bayless, you know, I hope he'll so. be fine.
0: Um, one that I'm very interested in, Anthony Lucas. Okay, D lineman from is this a Utah State guy? Texas A and
1: M. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I heard about this dude. I've heard mixed responses to this. Like some people want him because he was a big target in like the 2023 class for Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But then other other people are like like he fucking sucks. So who cares? Like yeah. he like had like a shit year at Texas
0: A&M. I don't think that they utilized him properly and I okay. think that he was there solely for NIL reasons. Okay. And they said, "Fuck it,
1: probably should have came to Notre Dame." Yeah. How close was he to committing to Notre Dame?
0: Um like
1: was this a thing where it's like it was between Notre Dame and Texas A&M or were there like other schools that are like Up there.
0: I think, don't quote me on this because I don't know how factual it is. I want to say Notre Dame finished in his top three. Okay, I'll take it. And uh, I know that I shit on Al Washington in the last episode. I'm still not fully bought in on him being able to develop D-linemen. But I think uh, if there is interest from Anthony Lucas, that would be a a pretty solid pickup for the D-line
1: yeah yeah what do you think about the the kid from utah state
0: i would take that too
1: have you heard anything about him
0: no not very much uh, initial rumblings but nothing other than that i feel like it's not not good it's the transfer portal dude it's the wild west things things just happen like
1: i don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast but um obviously we, i don't like the way that the ncaa handled the nil or the transfer portal um but especially the transfer portal with the nil because i feel like half these dudes are entering the transfer portal just to see what they can get nil wise so i think the ncaa has to like nut up or shut up and be like if you enter the transfer portal you then have to transfer you're not allowed to come back to your school yeah like all the people that are like, oh, I'm coming back, and then like they're like the heroic, like I'm coming back. It's like, no, you motherfucker, you just didn't get the NIL that you wanted. Uh,
0: Drake May. <laughs> dude, re- dude, recommitting to North Carolina, dude. Drake <laughs> May can fucking
1: and the entire North Carolina football team <laughs> can lick my nuts, dude. I am so fucking sick of that. I I don't know. I, if, I don't the know. The fact if, that people, like, dude, Drake May is going to if he makes it to the NFL or whatever he is going to shit the bed so hard in the NFL it's not even going to be funny. I, don't, I do not think he is a good quarterback.
0: I don't know if he ever actually officially entered the transfer portal but the fact that he had to put out a tweet saying I'm like staying at North Carolina. Yeah. Like okay, who cares, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it is what it is, but lots of transfer portal news and it will continue throughout the offseason. I'll take it. I want. Have you
1: heard anything about the D end from Wake Forest? Nothing. Sam Hartman just fucking called the boy off, dude. <laughs> just like what the
0: dick, fucking get him over here. You already got a friend on campus. Yeah,
1: dude. I a roommate together here, dude. Yeah. like I'm trying to get both of Wake Forest captains. I'd take it right now. In, in people that have transferred to Notre Dame,
0: two captains of their teams. How about it? <laughs> yeah, we will take. We'll take three, baby. Give me the D end. And how about one thing that really confuses me, Caleb Smith. Which one? Exactly my point.
1: What do you, you put have, on the back of the jerseys? Yeah. <laughs> I had this conversation the other day. You have you, a Caleb Smith transfer the, and a Caleb Smith. And
0: they it's the exact same. That's a freshman, and they're both Caleb K. with a K. Yes, dude.
1: I think now, you got to go middle that's not, initial.
0: That's not, That's only going to happen in a bowl game.
1: Yeah. I think you got to go. It would be very funny. If they both went full name and then one guy went middle initial, that would be so funny. Like
0: Caleb P. Smith yeah, that'd be so jersey. funny.
1: And then the other guy just stayed on the side of Caleb Smith on the back <laughs> of his jersey, like hilarious.
0: If that's the case, I would die laughing. Pretty funny.
1: If, Pretty funny. If if it isn't a ball game, I am I'm, I'm assuming one of them would just be like K. Smith and the other one would just be Smith is yeah. what it's going to happen with, but. They need to like like if Notre Dame has any marketing, they're they're making fake jerseys that have <laughs> Caleb Smith and Caleb P Smith on the back or whatever their names are. Like if they have any
0: marketing in their brain, like that's what they're doing, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, pretty funny, pretty funny. So um, that is all that I have Notre Dame football wise. I have other college football that I want to touch on. Sure, you good with that? So. Monday night, we have TCU Georgia for the national championship. We'll get into a little bit more of a breakdown on Monday's show, if if we record it over the weekend. But uh wanted to get your initial thoughts on that, and uh just wanted to take a couple more minutes to shit on the state of California.
1: Why are we shitting on California?
0: So So, um, the championship games at SoFi Stadium, mm-hmm. right, in L.A.? Mm-hmm. And, like, California always puts off this cool vibe, like, we're the chill state, like, surfer bros, right? And they banned tailgating. Oh, pussies? You can't tailgate before the national championship. What a bunch of pussies. Just because L.A. doesn't have sports fans doesn't mean that the rest of America doesn't. Yeah, dude, that's lame as fuck. What are they supposed to do? Losers, dude. Like, one of the reasons that I hate Northwestern so much is because they didn't open up their tailgate lots until an hour and a half before kickoff, and at that point, like, what's the point of tailgating? But to just not have tailgates at all for the national championship? What are you doing? How are you banning them, too? That's lame as fuck. There there better be a significant amount of bars around SoFi Stadium Yeah. because if you just expect people to show up right at game time and be ready for the game... A night game too? Oh yeah, that's what are you tough. Doing? That's tough. They're dumb. Yeah, fuck you, California. They're dumb. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I love California, but I hate it at the same time. Nah, fuck California. I'm <laughs> out. So, uh, any thoughts for the for the game? Um, Georgia opened up as like two touchdown favorites.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I was gonna say I I said uh, like initially. I said Georgia by 10 to 14. However, I also said Michigan was going to swamp TCU. So if you're a TCU fan, you should be in great faith right now that I think you guys are going to lose by 50. (laughs) Because the last time that happened, it did not end up well for me.
0: Yeah, I know that I said it on last episode. I'm certainly, well, I'm rooting for TCU. If Georgia wins, I'm not going to be upset. I, I would think agree. that if Georgia wins, that almost helps Notre Dame out more because it's just kind of status quo in college football. Yeah. Like nothing really changes. You still got your big heavy hitters, Georgia, Bama, Ohio State. I feel like that's kind of they've solidified themselves as the top tier. For a relatively unknown to most of the American sports fans – a team like TCU to come in and kind of disrupt that pattern, swing some top-name recruits potentially with recruiting efforts coming off a national championship where you upset Michigan and then hypothetically upset Georgia. Uh, I just—I would want that to be Notre Dame's role. Like <laughs> Sure, sure. I would agree with that. Um,
1: I'm the same way where I don't really care. I, I think I would like TCU to win. Um but I also wouldn't be mad if Georgia won. Yeah. Um, however, I would think it's funny uh, if TCU won just to tell Texas and Oklahoma to eat dicks. True. Like, that's, that would, for like Texas, number one, if TCU wins a national title before Texas does in the college football playoff, it's the biggest drop of the nutsack on Texas of all time. Like, Texas, Texas football may never recover from that. Like, they're the big bad. We're Texas. We're fucking... We are college football. And then fucking T, little TCU just comes in, and they're like, hey, uh, we're just going to win one before you guys.
0: I will say, if TCU wins, I absolutely cannot wait to see the video that their social media team drops. Yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> Sonny Dykes has just been tweeting the fucking acid frog the whole time Hyp- hypno toad dude okay hypno shirt it's the acid frog sure they're, whatever you they're want to call doing it. acid all of them maybe that's what they do maybe they just slip acid into the opposing team's water <laughs> and then they're just kind of microdosing the whole time there you go
0: could be you heard it here first on shed some light
1: i will say this i think if tcu scores more than Thirty-five. Oh, I was gonna give them twenty-eight. No, thirty-five. They'll be fine. Like they, not that they'll be, not that they're gonna win, but they're they're in a very contentious game.
0: It it would. The college football semifinals were such electric games that it kind of almost only seems fair that this game's a blowout
1: yeah well that's what i said i i don't know if i said it on the podcast but i've definitely said it to you and i've definitely definitely said it to others i said the worst part about the college football playoff games is that the national championship game will almost certainly be a letdown yeah yeah like there's unless this game goes into like fucking double overtime i'm gonna be like that game sucked
0: yeah but i mean it is what it is
1: yeah so go football that's right I'll be the guy wearing the college football playoff hat. Like I just like just, I'm just, just here, here for the, Here for a good game, you know?
0: Football. That's
1: all. Yeah. <laughs> that's all
0: I'm here for. Let's go. That'll be me Monday night, just yeah. rooting for football.
1: Woo! Football. Here we go. It's so
0: sad that college football's already over. NFL stinks.
1: Did that kid just hit the gritty coming off the floor? Did he? One of the little kids, I'm pretty sure, just hit a gritty coming off the floor Let's in this count. game.
0: Oh. Elite. Uh sports. So we have college basketball on in the background. One other topic. Uh, We do not have college basketball in the background. Is this high school? It is. Oh, college basketball. There's rumors. Hi, Dan. Hey, how are you? There's rumors that college basketball tournament expands to ninety teams.
1: Uh, I don't like that. That's dumb. Stupid. Why? Also, that that would take like nine years to play out. Yep.
0: Stupid. That's all the sports I have, though. You have anything else? Mm-hmm. Okay, wrapping up, uh, two quick things. We have the best thing in the world to start with, K, and dumb thoughts. Caleb Williams, or Caleb Smith. Caleb Sorry. Smith. Um, I had Kobe Bryant. Ooh, Kobe. Kim Kardashian. The state of Kansas, because that's uh, where Dutton comes from.
1: Okay, that's the only good thing that's came out of
0: Kansas in a while. Komodo Dragons.
1: I would not have to disagree with you on that one. Yeah, I don't awkward. think Komodo dragons are that cool. Um, Kellogg's. They do own a lot.
0: Kaleidoscopes. Kaleidoscopes. <laughs> Kaleidoscopes. Pretty from downtown. sweet. Um, and kindness. Kindness is good. Kindness is overrated. It's it's pretty good. I th- and I take that back. Properly rated. I had a lot for K, so that's. And kites. Kites are kind of cool.
1: Uh, No. I'm actually going to like hard disagree with you on this. Kites suck.
0: I don't like flying a kite, but I like when other people fly kites.
1: I like a kite in like an animated cartoon. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like they... (laughs) Kites in like animated cartoons look sick. And then that makes (laughs) me want to fly a kite and I'll go fly a kite and it never ends up the way it looked like in a cartoon and I'm like, this sucks.
0: Keys. To unlock doors. (laughs) Quiche.
1: There's got to be a guy on Notre football team that name starts with K besides Caleb Smith.
0: We had Lawrence Keys. The keys to victory. Keys to victory. Isaiah Foskey. That's right. Key. Okay. Uh, wrapping up the show with some random stories, dumb thoughts. I have one that is just so dumb. I have, a, like, a
1: story about something that happened this morning that, like, kind of pissed me off. Okay. Uh, So I want to start the story. Actually... No, I'll end it with this. So I was in I was in the drive-thru line at Starbucks. Okay. This morning. So my what I got cost four dollars. hmm hmm There was a guy in front of me. hmm What do you think he
0: paid? Seven eighty two. Eighty nine thirteen. At Starbucks? At Starbucks. What time did you go? 8 a.m. He had to have been picking it up for his office. Don't
1: give a fuck. I think that the the drive-through should be like the express checkout lane. Twelve items or less, <laughs> dude. If you're giving more than twelve items, fuck yourself. Go inside. Eighty nine dollars. You know how hard that is at Starbucks.
0: Not as do, hard as like Apple I was. Bell.
1: Sure, but I was. They have like the big screen that you could see it up. I was just watching shit pop up there, and I was like, no fucking way, he's getting more, and it just kept going. And he was in like a sports car, not like a sports car, but like, uh, like a, like a, like a Toyota Camry. Yeah, yeah. So like five people max in that car.
0: I'm telling you, he was picking it up for. His I office don't give, for
1: sure. I don't give a fuck what for he was sure. doing, dude. Eighty nine dollars at Starbucks is ridiculous. Fair enough. Eighty nine dollars, dude. That's why you got twelve items or less, and in if you're going through the drive-through. Twelve items or less. I'm telling you, he's picking it up on his way to work.
0: Or or
1: you have to drive like a van. And then you <laughs> then you get the exception. Then you're like grandfathered in. And you can order more than twelve items.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: But if you're not driving a van, fuck you. Twelve items or less, bitch.
0: Alright. Let us know your thoughts on that. Last thing that I have for the show today. Like I said, this is a really dumb thought, but I I need someone who has like a medical background to help explain this to me you've come to the right place yeah i know uh decongestant medicine where does your congestion go um i believe what it is is that when you're are,
1: when you are very congested it is not the actual mucus but it is, a lot of times is the fact that your nose swells up so when you take decongestant medicine Your nose just unswells, and then you have more room to breathe.
0: But you still have the mucus. Because, like, when I'm healthy, I don't really have the mucus. I don't have mucus. Like, I'm not just blowing my nose every day. Yeah. But when I was sick, I had to blow my nose a bunch, and then I take decongestant medicine, and then the congestion goes away. But where does it go? Yeah, your body just stops producing it. Because of? The medicine. seems like a pretty straightforward type of answer well I didn't really think of the body stopping producing it I just thought that it was all in my body and then it you' left. just like you're just like mucus is just stored in my body <laughs> yeah and then like when I'm sick it's just like nah I'm
1: coming out yeah that's what the, that was the thought process uh-huh. behind that uh-huh you could think it like got
0: produced somewhere yeah I just thought that it was in there and then it bothers me and then it goes away
1: so that like so like right now you don't you're not congested just a little bit Okay, but say when you're not congested, mm-hmm. you just think you've got like a mucus buildup somewhere in your body? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. You're <laughs> and, an idiot. And then when I get so sick, it goes up to my and nose. And then it's just like right
1: to the nose. <laughs> like yeah. where do
0: you think it's stored? That's what I'm trying to figure out, dude. It's the point of the question. Where does my congestion go when I take a decongestant? This might be the dumbest question. And this is coming from me,
1: who is dumb. I told you I'm not smart either. Yeah, but like your
0: body produces it, and then it doesn't. I kind of get it. Still not really though. It's like it's like sweat, right? Yeah.
1: So when you're when you're sitting down, you're not sweating, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's when you're healthy. When you're sick, it's like when you're doing exercise, you start to sweat. Yeah, but you that get that more mucus. In your body already. But you produce the sweat.
0: So, so anti-perspirant deodorant. I also think that's bullshit. I still perspire.
1: Yeah. Can we sue
0: them for, uh... False advertising? Yeah. Like slander or libel or what's that? I'm trying to make more money in 2023,
1: so if it comes through lawsuits... That's class action lawsuit against all antiperspirant deodorants. There you go. We could sue a lot of fucking people. Big name companies. What if you just cover your body in that? Never sweat. Yeah. And then you die. Who wants to be the martyr? <laughs> one guy's got to die, and then we all class action lawsuit all of us. I don't know. That's all I got though. Step it up. I think I might have. I might have one more thing. What did I? What else did I write in my notes? Oh yeah. Do you ever have like a? Have you ever like walked up to a like a urinal next to a guy? and like at the same time and then and then like have like a who can pee first type of thing like in your head
0: you know what i'm saying it's the backsplash yeah and you're like dude like i gotta
1: pee so fast right now like like i'm dude i'm squeezing my cheeks when i come up to there because i'm like dude i gotta pee i gotta be i gotta alpha this dude by peeing first
0: it's worse if you're the guy that walks up second and starts peeing first yeah yeah, the guy next to you is like what are you doing
1: no, no, no. Then the, guy, then the guy next to me is in his own head. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. What yeah. is he doing?
1: But, like, when, when I, like, today it happened where, and it was a bathroom with only two urinals. We walked up to the, at the exact same time, and in my head, the only thing I could think about was, like, I have to start peeing first. <laughs> and I did, and I was like, fuck it. In my head, I was like, fuck yes, dude, Alpha. eat shit. That, that, it is a thing, dude, I'm telling you. You want to be able to pee first. I get like the next to the guy and you're like, and then I'm also like, I'm squeezing my cheeks too to get this, the strong stream, you know? Yeah. So that he can definitely hear it happening. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking hell yeah. Dude. Mind games. Dude, you gotta,
0: you gotta play mind games. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like that's Pissing. a fitting, fitting spot to wrap up. Shed some light, episode 214. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the limited amount of sports that are on. Or enjoy other things that you got going on in your life. And we'll be back Nothing. the next time that we record. In the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.